Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. <laughs> what up? Do you think it'll ever not be funny? I, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I do, too. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, so what up, babe? I'm, I got no uh, shirt on. Are you turned on? No. I'm making my boobies dance. I know. I wish I could do that. I do too. Man, yeah. that'd be fun. I sound better than I did last time we recorded. Yeah, you're feeling better and I'm feeling like shit. I mean, I'm not sure I'm feeling better, but I sound better. You sound a lot better. Until I cough. Then it's like, ooh. It's a little but rough. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I got sick and Jack's got sick. And, and people at work are calling myself and another girl Typhoid Mary. Mm. So, yeah. Typhoid? You've never heard Typhoid Mary? No. Just that we spread disease. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Kind of like typhoon. I mean, no, typhoid is a disease. You never heard of typhoid? No. Jesus Christ, baby. Never in my life. It's a disease. Oh. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're being called Typhoid Mary. You guys are gross. Because everybody got sick. Yeah. Uh, so what up? What's up with work? <sighs> Babe. I don't even know. I don't I don't even know. Mm. That sounds know. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tired. I need some entertainment because I'm stuck at home all day. Uh, let me think. I don't know. No. I don't know. They're shooting a lot. Well, it's that time of the year. Yeah. Like you gotta get the last ones in before it gets cold. Yeah, I texted Lugo and he was at a murder today, so he's like, oh, "Sorry." That's right. Did you get my message earlier? Yes, I did. Oh, babe. I don't want to say his name because I, I, don't I won't say it. I won't say it. But he. I'm glad you saw him. I saw him like out of the corner of my eye, and I'm kind of hidden. Like you kind of have to. If you don't know that I'm sitting there, you'll kind of walk yeah. by. So I saw him, and I was like, "You motherfucker." I was like, don't think you're going to fucking walk out of here. And he's like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> so he liked my haircut. He kept rubbing my head. He's such a good dude. Yeah. He said to to give his big boy a hug and a kiss. Yeah. I so I do. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. But he did. He kept rubbing my head. Were they in, in Dalton? Yeah. Okay. Because I texted. Well. He's, he's with him. Okay, because yeah. Lugo responded to one of my texts. He's like, I'm not ignoring you. He's like, I'm doing a search warrant for Yeah, no, I, and the only reason I saw who I saw was because uh, the printers weren't working at, uh, at Dalton. So they figure. came by us to print stuff out. Yeah, go figure. It's the the one... You were with me. It's at the, the church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. one. Okay. So, but it was good seeing him. Oh, yeah, I bet. I, I wish Lugo would have come with him, but... Yeah, I know. You know, you know... I gotta come to work with you pretty soon. I don't... I know he was probably busy doing a search warrant and shit like that, but when he comes by, like, he gets stuck for a while, so I don't blame him for yeah, kind of avoiding They probably didn't have time they, for that. They do let me talk shit to him over the radio, though. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. The last time a couple of them came in, I was like, what the fuck is Lugo? The guy's like, you want to ask him? I was like, yeah. He's like, say fuck. And I was like, why? And he goes, because then we'll go get yelled at. 
<laughs> I was like, okay. They're going to know it's me. Yeah, and they know that I'm like, who the fuck else wife, would it be? So. Right. Some broad at Buds is on your radio. Who the fuck else would it be? So. I'm surprised they don't yell at me. Get your wife in check. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think some of them are afraid of me. So. Probably. Yeah. I'm still afraid of you. You should be. Yeah. But yeah, it was um, it was good seeing him today. So that's that's all the. It's not even gossip. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I almost crawled upstairs and pulled the plugs on Jax's Xbox. <laughs> I told him to clean <laughs> the house, clean the island with all his wrestlers with the backstage and, and yeah. yes, and he like his response was I'll, like. In a minute. No, it was like, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it or something. No. And I said, you don't you ever talk to me that way or whatever. And then he said, chill, dad. <laughs> and I was like, again? <laughs> I said, stop it. I'm like, I will crawl up there if I have to and pull that how, Xbox. How fast do you think my head would have spun in a fucking circle oh, if he would yeah. have been like, chill, mom? It was bad. When I came down, I was like, dude, even if you're joking, I was like, that was not funny. It's like baptizing a fucking yeah. cat. I was like, I, I'll fucking. He's like, how are you gonna get up there? You can't walk. I will I'm like, fuck Dude, you up, little boy. I will fucking crawl <laughs> up there if I have to. He's like, chill, Dad, chill. I was just joking. I'm like, dude, not funny. Ugh. Not fucking funny. I've been showing everybody the picture of him uh, on the line. Yeah, where he dwarfs that other poor little kid. <laughs> yeah. I showed one of the girls at work, and she's like, oh, oh my God, I thought the little one was yours. I'm like, have you met Mark? Right. Like, how would the little one be mine? Right. She's like, they're nine? I'm like, they're all, they're all nine. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. There's a couple of them that are Fucking boys. Bash Brothers, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right, well... Yeah. Episode 62. Yeah. Can you believe we made it this far? No, and I have had, like, the uh, I don't even want to whine. I shouldn't even say. I've had the roughest fucking time finishing this case. You've taken kind of a uh, long time. And babe. I'm sorry to get on your back, but I'm not sorry, because, like, we needed to push this out. I know, I know. The you, last... You were kind of taking forever. Like, not on purpose. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Dude, the last two weeks are... Uh, I know it's been rough. Today I was. We like, always complain though. We gotta stop complaining. I'm not complaining. I mean, I don't think I'm complaining so much as it, it's factual. We're always like sick and stuff. Yeah, and the like, last two weeks we it, don't have the plague, people. Uh, I was told we should be put in a bubble though. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay right. told us we need to be put in a bubble, and I was like, didn't didn't you just have fucking Rona? Who needs to Lindsay be in a bubble? Who? Our Lindsay. Oh, podcaster Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, you you should have the fucking Rona. You need a bubble. Yeah. No, I, so, okay, so, let me, I am thankful that I have employment. I am thankful that I get to go to work and have a job and get paid. But, motherfucker, <laughs> it's been a rough two weeks. Yeah. I didn't even tell you what I walked into the other day. No, I'm glad I'll have you. to, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you for a reason, so. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I may have screamed in the parking lot, I don't make enough money for this bullshit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Before I walked in. Dude, they better start paying you more, because this is getting not, like, oh. to be nonsense. Oh, I, 
I'll have to tell you, but yeah, the oh, maybe man. you better not. Maybe you shouldn't. Oh, it wasn't. It didn't have to do with me. Yeah, but still. So. Because I think I'll probably just interrupt you and be like, why are you not getting paid more? Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with that. But, yeah. I, I You know what? I will say, though, the, the people that listen, because there are quite a few people that listen. Yeah. Thank you guys for the last two weeks for helping me with the, the fucking schedule. Because <laughs> it's rough. It's, it's Scheduling sucks oh in my general. God. And, like, you know, I, I've helped forever yeah oh it's a whole nother fucking ball game when you're the one doing it no oh, i, I jesus bet. oh man. yeah but so I, scheduling in general just sucks oh, and it's so much different like i would do scheduling it at my other job mm-hmm. but there was like four girls yeah now i got like 77 children and the more you have the oh. tougher it is and one of them Bless her heart, and she listens, and she's going to know. She's throwing days at me left and right. She threw, like, 19 days at me today. Just put me on the schedule. Dude, I love you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so Hmm. I got a couple new people that are, I think they're going to do fucking fantastic. I have a lot of faith in them. That's good. Got a couple new medics who are doing absolutely fantastic also. So Yeah. That's good to hear. I feel like morale's up a little bit. That's good. To be honest with you, I do. Yeah, that's most important. Yeah, and I, I feel like, I feel, I do, I feel like it's up a little bit. Um, yeah, that's most important. That's good. Thank you goes a long way, you know? It really it does. fucking does. Oh, God, just... It does. Someone telling you that you did a good job? Yes! That goes a fucking long I, way. Uh, I have... When I was told, like, good job on a case, just mm-hmm. by the bosses, oh, my God, like... Dude, I'd be glowing. I have two brand new paramedics, or excuse me, brand new EMTs, and they're together. Yeah. And they're together in the sense that they keep picking up each other's opposite day. Yeah. So there's not an opening. They are fantastic. Yeah. They're very sweet. They're very soft-spoken. They're very open to constructive criticism because they're still learning. So one of them texted me today and asked if he could come in another day and i i told both of them i said you guys are fantastic yeah you guys fucking hump it when you're here you're picking up extra shifts like you you guys are absolutely fantastic i said you're one of the best crews i have yeah like tell people that yeah it goes a long way these guys are great <clears throat> yep no I, I agree the one he has uh, he has natural fully. libra hair oh yeah oh babe <laughs> love it and then there's one i told you about his fucking his porn stash Gotta love the porn glorious. stash. Glorious. Glorious. Gotta love it. It's probably the best porn stash I've ever seen in my life. It's that That's good. saying something. It is that good. Really? Yes. That's saying and something. And it suits him. I mean, it like, looks like just, he's from 1976. But, but it's, it's him. Oh, it's glorious. Yeah, that's saying something. Glorious. Mm-hmm. Mm. But like, I got Take a picture of it so I, I can see The it. last time I saw him, I was like, can I take a picture of you? And the one girl was like, she started Have laughing. Have with duck face. Well, it, the girl, she's like, I know why you're taking a picture. And I was like, why is that? And she's like, Mark wants to see it, doesn't he? And I was like, I got to show him. I got to yeah. show him. So. Yeah. But yeah, I got, they're, yeah, I got a good group. And they're, cool. they're really, they're really busting balls to help me. And I, I really do appreciate it. That's so cool. good shout out, babe. Yeah. Thanks guys. Mm. I'm trash. I know it, but you guys are, uh, you're helping. 
Nah, putting the fire trash. out a little bit. Oh, we're all fucking trash. We're all Whatever. Trash. <laughs> Some days we're a dumpster fire. I mean, you know. It is what it is. Whatever. All right. So, um, I know, totally forgot what we have already. What case we're doing. Today. Oh, I was going to talk about Starbucks. Oh, we'll talk about mm. it. Hmm. It was pumpkin day the other day. Did you know that? No. You probably didn't know that. Um, Why didn't you get me something? You like pumpkin? Yeah, I do. Wow, you're a basic pumpkin, white bitch. Oh my god, pumpkin pie, babe. Oh, I hate it. I love it. Now, pumpkin candles? Fuck yes. Now, because pumpkin's back, that means my Irish cream is going to be coming back soon. But, mm. uh, obviously, little Jackie and Kate and I, we're very excited about pumpkin day. Mm-hmm. Jackie's trying to be good, and you know, she just bought a house. I was like, hey. You fly out by. She's like, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> so I think I'm her favorite now because I, I got her a pumpkin frappuccino. Great story. Babe. I mean, Kate's her other favorite, obviously, <laughs> but I made her day. She took a sip and she's like, it must I thought that story was going to have so much more to no. it. <laughs> it meant so much more to little Jackie than anything, which is all that matters. Yeah. It was pumpkin day. Good it's job, like Rex babe. Manning day. Good job, babe. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I got her pumpkin. Nice. Yeah. All right. I didn't know you liked pumpkin, but I will please your vagina and grab you a pumpkin coffee. Thank you. Yeah. I had a refresher today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because Kate stopped. Mm. And I wanted it with peach juice, but they said they didn't have any. Mm. Which makes me mad. So that's my Starbucks story. Thanks for the Starbucks, Kate. Nice. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well... Like I said, 62. Yeah. You forgot what we're doing? Yeah, I did. There's quite a few people that are excited about this case. Are there? They're they're excited to hear me talk about the case, which I still can't get over. It boggles my mind, but I love Why you guys. Is, is, it's that good? It's, it's cuckoo bananas. Ooh, I like that. It's, uh, it's cuckoo bananas for sure. And the next one I'm going to do is fucking cuckoo bananas too. The next couple. Really? I like cuckoo bananas. Yeah, I, yeah. I do too. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Say that five times real fast. I can't even barely bananas, say it. Cuckoo bananas. Fucking cuckoo one time. Bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Cuckoo bananas. That's it. That's all I got. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Start us off, babe. We are doing uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. You really don't know this case? No, not at all. Nothing? Never, never even heard of it. Wow. Oh, you know what? We have new Patreons. Oh, one. Why don't you... Uh, we have Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. And Donna. Thank you, Donna. Donna was today. All right. She's Thank up you, at the guys. ball crack of dawn like I am, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, guys. You guys rock. Seriously. Get yourself a pumpkin something today. <laughs> because you're fabulous. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So... The Post said, quote, that bitch is dead. Ooh. People's first thought was the page got hacked. Then they started questioning whether or not they should actually report the post. A neighbor decides to go to the house and check. The page is named D. Jip Blanchard. It's a shared page of Dee Dee Blanchard and her chronically ill daughter, Gypsy Rose. On June 14th, 2015, just outside Springfield, Missouri, Friends and neighbors went to the Greene County home of Dee Dee and Gypsy. The mom and daughter were known to take medical trips unannounced, but Dee Dee's modified car was still in the driveway. 
Dee Dee had put protective film over all the windows, so it was almost impossible to see inside. When no one answered the door, they called 911. When Greene County Sheriff deputies arrived, there was really no legal reason to force entry into the home, so they had to wait for the search warrant. Are you done with your ice? Yeah. <laughs> the Jack is so, so much, much better. better. Dude, oh, my that, God. That is the biggest motherfucking bottle of Jack I've ever seen. I've, babe, I've never even seen that, like, in a bar. You know who delivered it? Who? Target. Really? <laughs> yeah. It is huge. Three more orders and I can deliver booze. Oh, that's going to be big. Yeah. That's going to so, be big time. Um, <clears throat> A neighbor, they did allow a neighbor to climb through the window, though. While they were waiting for the search warrant, mm-hmm. I think it was one of those who just kind of like turned their backs and you know. Uh, it would have had to be. Yeah, so the neighbor didn't go far into the house. Um, what he did find was a largely undisturbed home. What was odd was Why that the the police let the neighbor. That's yeah, or yeah. I mean, they probably just oh, turn their weird. back or. I don't know. Why would they allow that? I don't fucking know, babe. It wasn't there. I mean, I wouldn't trust anyone going in there. Oh God, no. I mean, you don't even let your part... Like, On a well-being check? Yeah, no, you, don't, no. you don't even let the police, like, Mm-mm. if you're writing a search warrant, mm-hmm. the police aren't even going in there. Right. Why would you let a neighbor? They could fucking do anything. Yeah. That's... Ugh. So, he found the house largely undisturbed. However, uh, he found it odd because all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were in the house. All of them? All of them. How many do you need? I don't know how many there were. It sounds like a plethora, doesn't it? Yeah. I think there was a regular one and like a motorized one, which we should fucking get on, by the way. Why yeah, do we not have one of those I know. Yet? I definitely need it's a motorized bullshit. one. Yeah. Why don't we have it yet? I, I don't know. I'm looking at you. It's stupid. Yeah. We need to. Why are you looking at me? Because you got to buy it for me. Oh, my God. All right. Are you ready? You could have a seat in the back. Like, I'll oh drive God. you around? I Listen, I would be totally down for that. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking lie. We could do ship shopping on the fucking cart. <laughs> Motorized cart. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, all right. So, Claudine. You have to say that like Claudine. Southern. Claudine. Claudine. I feel like you can't say that without being Southern. Which, by the way, Oscar's sister said I have an accent. And I was like, doesn't she fucking live in Chicago, too? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, Polish sausage. Claudine Didi Petra was born on uh, May 3rd, 1967 in Czech Bay, Louisiana, to parents Claude Anthony, Anthony Petra Sr. and Emma Louise Gisclair. She was one of six kids who they, they really liked their dad because their names were Claude Jr., Claudia, Evans, Tate, Dorla, and Claudine. Yeah. Uh, Emma, mom, was not a super great influence. Claude said he actually lost track of how many um, times Emma had to go to court for shoplifting. Oh, geez. This was mom, yeah. Uh, She would steal other people's clothing from the laundromat. (laughs) Well, I mean. What are you taking? Hey. Britches? Sure. Undies. It's a little weird. Panties. Oh, I fucking hate that word. Mm, nice, dry, no, heated panties. That's like a fucking molester word. <laughs> I know. It's that's gross. why I said it. It's gross. Just straight out of the dryer. Oh, my God. They're warm. Kelly texted me the other day. This is We have the most random text. My girlfriend, Kelly, 
who I've known forever. We went to paramedic school yeah. together. There's no context to our conversations whatsoever. None. I get a text the other day. What's the first thing you think of when you hear white van? I'm like, raper van, obviously. Yeah. That was it. Didn't talk to her again for another 24 fucking hours. <laughs> no idea what she was doing, but... So, uh, she would steal people's clothes from the laundromat. And at one point, she had stolen uh, around 3000 to $4,000 from Claude's father. Mm. Uh, her family described her as evil. Mm. Yeah. Already, then. Uh, Claudine, they described Dee Dee. So, Claudine went by Dee Dee. Let's just call her Dee Dee. Dee Dee's family described her as evil, with her nephew saying she was, quote, a real weird girl. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It's a great way to... Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was troubled and rebellious. <laughs> she would throw a fit and retaliate with violence if she didn't get her way. It sounds like you. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it sounds like you. It is. <laughs> You're going to start stomping your feet if your vagina doesn't get your pumpkin latte. <laughs> I know. God. So as a teen, she got involved in petty theft and shoplifting, eventually moving up to forging checks and making fake credit card accounts. Guys, Mark just blew his nose into the mic, and it's the loudest motherfucking thing I've heard mm. <laughs> in like a year. Sorry, I'm not Jesus sorry. Christ. That felt amazing. That I was. Could, I could breathe now. I was not anticipating that noise through the fucking. <laughs> I should have taken my headphones off. I forgot the microphone was right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and you did it right into the microphone. I know. So, Jesus. All right. So, despite all of this, um, her dad said that him and Dee Dee were pretty close when he was growing when she was growing up uh Dee, Dee began working as a nurse's aide and was her mom emma's primary caregiver when she got sick uh most of the family believed and still actually believe that Dee, Dee killed emma um they alleged that Dee, Dee withheld food from her mom and let her starve to death mm. Dee Dee's eventual stepmother laura would later say quote to leave your mama dirty and asking for food and not feed her that's evil. Hmm. My kids better not fucking do that. Right? Shit. That's what I'm saying. I didn't leave them poopy and hungry. Yeah, no shit. Um, so after Emma's death, Claude married a woman named Laura, obviously. Um, so the time, like, time gets a little funky here. Yeah. Just because of the way, I don't know. I have no explanation. At some point, though, Dee Dee ended up living with Claude and Laura. Uh so, <clears throat> Dee Dee did all the cooking, and before long, Laura got really sick and would become bedridden for the next nine months. Mm. Soon, everyone suspected Dee Dee was poisoning Laura with Roundup Weed Killer, which is very specific. I wonder why they thought that. Yeah. I couldn't find what made them think it was that, but they all, like multiple sources, said it was Roundup. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Dee Dee was, quote, called out at a family party and was kicked out of the home. Soon after she left, Laura made a quick and full recovery. Wow. Yeah. What? Hang on. My phone's going off. I got... Let me stop it. Okay. You're popular. I... It's the schedule. Mm. <laughs> i you. So, uh, when Dee Dee was 24, she went out to the local bowling alley and met 17-year-old Rod Blanchard. Uh, who's popular? Like, you're the one over there on your fucking phone. I'm checking the scores. Oh, for your seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before they knew it, Dee Dee was pregnant. Dee Dee and Rod got married. He said that that's how he was raised, and it was the right thing to do. 
However, just before the baby's birth, Rod woke up on his 18th birthday realizing how unhappy he was. He was like, motherfucker, what am I doing? Because, not good. So, they, uh, he says they, quote, got married for the wrong reasons. Obviously. Right. The couple ended up separating, and on July 27th of 1991, Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born. Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy, and Rod liked Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Hence, Gypsy Rose. Mm. My grandma used to say she was going to sell me to the Gypsies. I want to say, I don't know if my mom... Your used, grandmother probably did. I bet your Grandma I, I Rose told grandma you it. I Grandma Rose used to say that, yep. too, because I remember that. Mm-hmm. My grandma used to tell me all the fucking time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when I was way younger, because I can't remember if it was my mom or my grandma, but I'm pretty sure it was Grandma It was Grandma Rose. Rose. If I had to bet money on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. I was and terrified of And I think Grandma Boucher used to say it, mm-hmm. too. I think it was a grandma thing. I think it was. Gypsy scared me for a long time. Yeah. And then the show came out. Um, oh, do you remember that Gypsy Weddings yeah, or whatever? Yeah, my big fat Gypsy Wedding. Oh, that was great. And then I was like, Gypsies aren't so fucking bad. I could have worn a dress oh, like that. I love that show. Yeah, my grandma was probably pissed when it came <clears throat> out. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, look at that fucking dress. Dude, that show. And Sandra, I'm going to watch that on Amazon Prime. Sandra Chelly. She was the dressmaker. <coughs> Who the fuck is that? She was the dressmaker. She made all the dresses. Okay. Sa- Sandra. Sandra? Sandra? Sandra Chelly. Cassandra. I think her shop was in Boston. I th- yeah, I think it was too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, despite several attempts by oh Dee Dee, um, the couple <laughs> remained separated. Uh, Rod, Rod remained active in Gypsy's life after Dee Dee took her and moved in with her family. By the time Gypsy was three months old, Dee Dee was convinced that she had sleep apnea. This led, and for those of you who don't know what sleep apnea is, it's it, the basic version is you hold your breath while you're sleeping, not on purpose, but you're not sucking in enough oxygen. So, Mark. Yeah. Mark is sleep apnea. You know it very well for me. Yes. I'm like, fuck, is he going to start breathing again? When do I punch him? Like, at what point do I hit him? So, this led to repeated and frequent overnight hospital stays. After countless tests and nights with a sleep monitor... There was no evidence of sleep apnea, but Dee Dee somehow convinced the doctor to send her home with a CPAP machine. So mm. she was on on a breathing machine until she was, you know, from wow. three months old on. Yeah. Rod said that this is when all the health issues started. Dee Dee decided that Gypsy had an unspecified chromosomal disorder, and Rod said it was a new thing every week. Dee Dee portrayed herself as a model parent, a tireless single parent who would do anything for her child. She watched Gypsy like a hawk, always saying something was wrong. Dee Dee was constantly taking Gypsy to doctors and specialists, and when Gypsy was seven or eight, she was riding on her grandfather's motorcycle, and depending on the source, because there's, you know, different things, Gypsy either fell off the motorcycle or they were in a very, very minor accident on the motorcycle. Either way, Gypsy ended up with a small abrasion to her knee. Mm. Abrasion. Okay. Not even a laceration. Yeah. Abrasion. Right. I do that three times a fucking day. Mm -hmm. So, Dee Dee became convinced that Gypsy was going to need multiple surgeries for her leg to heal and for her to be able to walk again. What? Yes. Here's where it gets... It's starting to get cuckoo bananas. Are you ready? Yeah. So... 
Dee Dee told anybody that would listen to her that the doctors gave Gypsy a wheelchair and instructed her to not walk on her knee, to not put weight on her knee. It was around this time that Gypsy stopped going to school. Shocking. Okay. Um... It was uh, so she. It was roughly second grade for her. Although some sources say that uh, Gypsy took her out of school in kindergarten. Okay. She was homeschooled by Dee Dee because her health issues were too severe to attend school. Gypsy ended up teaching herself how to read with Harry Potter books. Did you ever? Never into no. it. No. Never into it. No desire. Just, no. No desire at all. No. I don't. Mm. Yeah, nothing. Sorry, just so, doesn't do it for no, me. No, me either. So it was around this time uh, also that Dee Dee started claiming that Gypsy had been diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. Mm. Now, muscular dystrophy is a collective name for approximately 30 different disorders. Yeah. They are neuromuscular diseases that cause progressive weakness and breakdown of skeletal muscles over time. It's caused by some form of a gene mutation. Now, this gene mutation is either inherited from the parents or it will spontaneously develop during uh, early childhood. Yeah. So, Dee Dee said she had a, the, this weird chromosomal disorder that she couldn't name, and now she has muscular dystrophy. So. Right. This is also when she, uh, Dee Dee started lying about Gypsy's age. When she was eight, or excuse me, when she was 10, Dee Dee said that she was eight to get her into a parade. And once she got in the parade, she was named Honorary Queen of the Crew of Mid-City, which was a child-oriented parade during Mardi Gras in New Orleans. What is going on? Babe, cuckoo bananas. This is already, like, weird as fuck. Oh, it gets weirder. So, Rad ended up uh, remarrying, and Gypsy had a couple siblings. I believe his new wife had children prior to him. Okay. So, those were the the step-siblings. Yeah. Um... He would really try and have Gypsy over on the weekends. Yeah. And Dee Dee would always find a reason to keep Gypsy home. So he, he really tried. Yeah. Um, so Dee Dee and Gypsy moved in. Oh, yeah. So they moved in with Claude and Laura. I'm like, fuck, did I write that twice? So while they were living there, Dee Dee gets arrested multiple times for check fraud. This is also when she allegedly poisoned Laura when she was living there what at that the time. Fuck? Yeah, Laura's the stepmom that she was yeah. poisoning with Roundup. So she's she's getting fucking locked up. She's, you know, pouring Roundup into what Laura's the food. What fuck is going yeah. on? So when she was confronted and kicked out, she moved to Slidell, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. There they were living in public housing and lived off of Rod's $1,200 a month child support payment. And uh, wow. yeah, public assistance that they got because of Gypsy's medical conditions. What the? So they got public housing. Dude, we should say I have a whole bunch of fucking. But here's well, the thing: actually, you I do. do. Yeah. You do. I was just thinking. Wait a minute! I actually do. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, this broad's faking. She's in a wheelchair. Mark's actually in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah. Give me some government How cheese. How the fuck am I not getting government money? I want government cheese. <laughs> For real. Cheese. This is what Man, I'm saying. I could go for a grilled cheese. It's like fucking heroin. <laughs> I had a grilled cheese from Starbucks the other day. It was fucking delicious. Dude, for you breakfast. are holding out on yeah, me. Yeah, Jackie and I had them for breakfast. Dude, you're fucking holding out mm-hmm. on me, and it's pissing me the fuck off. Pumpkin and grilled cheese. While I'm eating peanut butter and, je- and jelly here. Babe, peanut butter and jelly is the tits. Yeah, not every day. Uh, I don't know. 
I I pack lunch like a fucking six year old because yesterday I had a lunchable, today I had a crustable. I'm fucking eating. So. I'm tomorrow. You're getting me and Jack's grilled cheese. Uh, oh, okay, sir. <laughs> are you are you done? Okay. I think. <laughs> cool. So uh, most of her time was spent visiting specialists. Babe, why are we not on government assistance? The more I, I read this, the more I'm like, motherfucker. I, what is going on? Um, so they went mostly to Tulane uh, Medical Center and Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Yeah. Dee Dee was constantly seeking treatment for random medical conditions, which now included hearing and vision problems. Dude, what? Meanwhile, a muscle biopsy found no evidence of muscular dystrophy. Go figure. Despite this... Dee Dee continued to tell people, including doctors, that Gypsy had it. And she made her continue to use the wheelchair and not walk. Wow. She also managed to get other conditions treated. Which, what? Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm... This is the mind-boggling part. Like I, I'm already there. Like, my mind is already blown. So, uh, so she was a nurse's aide. And apparently the doctors that they were seeing took her word for it, that she had an abundance of medical knowledge. And I don't fucking know. I don't know. So she also managed to get the other conditions treated. Um, Dee Dee started telling doctors that Gypsy would have a seizure every couple months. So they put her on anti-seizure medication. Um, It is suspected that these medications... I should have had you look at a picture before we started this. Um, so it's suspected that these medications caused Gypsy's dental issues uh, as some seizure meds are known to have oral side effects. Yeah. She had really bad, like a lot of her teeth fell out, it, just bad oral health. Right, right. Um, like a meth head? Like meth mouth, like me? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I admit it. It's okay. So Dee Dee blamed it on a sugar allergy, though. What? What? You ready for this one? Yeah. She would also put a numbing agent on Gypsy's gums so she would drool. What? And then took her to a doctor and said she drools too much. So they did Botox injections in her salivary glands. And when that didn't, you know, quote unquote, work, they removed, they surgically removed her salivary glands. What the fuck? Is which is going on. Which is what most likely led to her oral health going to shit. This is like torture. Yeah, there's no saliva in your mouth. So now your teeth are going to rot. This is like torture. Mm-hmm. It gets worse. Yeah. So, um, Dee Dee would start telling people now that Gypsy had severe brain damage from the seizures. Which most people don't. It's usually the other way around. Like, brain damage will generally cause seizures, yeah. not the other way around. Right. So... Uh, Gypsy was subject to multiple surgeries over the years. Uh, she ended up with a feeding tube, which I couldn't find out why. Mm. I don't know if it was tied to her oral health. Yeah. And she wasn't able to eat. She was fed Pedialyte or uh, Pediasure, excuse me. Yeah. Through her feeding tube well into her 20s. What the mm-hmm. fuck? She also had eye surgery to strengthen the muscles in her eyes. There was nothing wrong with her eyes. Dude, this poor girl. She had a slight lazy eye. That was it. So where's the fucking surgeon that did this? Yeah. Why, why'd you do that? Why are they okaying this? This is what I'm saying. Dude, hmm. this is bonkers. 
So Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy still had sleep apnea. And on top of that, she had asthma, hearing issues from the muscular dystrophy, paraplegia from the muscular dystrophy, which is paralysis from the waist down. You can't move from the waist down. She had a mental handicap from the seizures and described her as a, quote, slow learner. She also would tell Gypsy that she had leukemia. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say. Dee Dee would give Gypsy medications for the cancer, making her look uh, sick as shit, pretty much. Yeah. And then she would shave her head because she would tell Gypsy, your hair's going to fall out anyways from the medications. Dude. So she would shave her head. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. She was constantly taking Gypsy to the emergency room, uh, sometimes daily, for something as small as, as eating a piece of candy, I heard in one source, because she has this sugar allergy, quote-unquote. Yeah. So, in August of 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit, mm-hmm. obviously. It devastated New Orleans, we all remember that, and yeah. the surrounding areas, including Slidell. Mm-hmm. So, uh Dee Dee and Gypsy's home was destroyed. They left the apartment building that they were living in and went to a shelter in Covington that was set up for people with special needs. Um, this actually worked out perfect for Dee Dee because now Gypsy's getting older, you know, and she can lie a lot. Yeah. So she would say now that all of Gypsy's medical records and her birth certificate were destroyed in the flooding. Dude. I don't know. They saw a doctor there that was originally from the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Which we... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who suggested, excuse me, that the pair return to date uh, Dee Dee's native Missouri. So she agreed, and the following month, Gypsy was airlifted to Missouri. <laughs> why? I don't know why. And who, yeah. would, who would do that? I don't know. Let me call Lifestar and be like, hey, can I get a ride? Right? What? So, they moved to the southwest portion of the state, renting a house in Aurora, Missouri. Did you know there was an Aurora, Missouri? I did not. Yeah. And I know Colorado. Mm. Uh, My uncle was, he lives in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. And I found out there was a Riverdale, Georgia, the hard way. uh, Tell me this, though. Where is Wayne and Garth from? They're from Illinois, right? Yep. Yeah. Aurora, Illinois. Aurora, yeah. With Stan's Donuts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, I fucking pay attention. <laughs> um, yeah, I found out there was a Riverdale, Georgia when the cop was shot. And I opened the news article and all it said cop shot in Riverdale. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'll, yeah, that was Georgia. I'll never forget going down there for yeah. the murder suspect. And they thought we were Riverdale, Georgia. We're like, no, we're... Illinois. Is that when you went to DeKalb County? Yeah. And I was, They're you were like, like, my wife loves you. You drove here? Yeah. <laughs> yep. The guys are like, so you do the same thing we do. But yeah. I remember, I packed you guys some flower seeds. Yep. Um, so they're renting a house in Aurora. Um, Gypsy was honored by the Olay Foundation, which is an advocate foundation for the rights of feeding tube patients. What? I didn't know that wow. was a thing. Yeah. Feeding tube suck, I would imagine. You had one I had for a while. One. Yep. Yeah, it did suck. Um they named Literally her their and figuratively. They named her their two thousand seven child of the year. Mm, okay. So the story Why of this, didn't I get an award? I mean 
Do you want? You did get a glow in the dark Virgin Mary. I did. We, we didn't get to keep it. No, we didn't. But, but it hurt getting my feeding tubes pulled out. It popped. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt. I remember when they put it in. I remember when they tried to put your port in, and the guy's like, I'm going to try and go in his neck. I'm like, good luck. Good luck, dude. And he came out, and he's like, yeah, it's in his crane. I'm like, I fucking told you. I don't even know why you tried. Thank God it was out. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, they had to take it out when you spiked a fever again. Really? Mm-hmm. They took out everything when oh, you spiked God. a fever again. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, the story of a single mother to a disabled daughter forced to evacuate Hurricane Katrina's devastra- devastation received considerable media attention. In 2008, Habitat for Humanity actually built them a house on wow. the north side of Springfield, Missouri. Jeez. It was a small home with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub. Uh, I want that. Hello? Uh, babe, I don't think Habitat for Humanity cares about you. I don't think they do either. I don't, I don't think they do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think many people do. I mean, I do. Thanks, baby. So, I still want a hot tub. I want a hot yeah. tub, too. The community was constantly pitching in to help Didi, who was now going by Claudinia Blanchard. Ooh, fancy. Ma'am, you do not look like a Claudinia Blanchard. <laughs> no. That's fancy. No. The community support wasn't all that they received. They received many charitable donations also. Several stays in the Ronald McDonald House, which is awesome. Um, free flights to doctor's appointments at Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City. Free trips to Disney World. Multiple free trips to mm. Disney World. And multiple backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts. Mm. She was frequently photo photographed with Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert donated money to the, the two of them, the mom and daughter. Um, and all of this was set up through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Which I think is a great program, and John Cena has yeah. the most ever, which that, is... How cool is that's that? That's amazing. So, um, Rod, throughout this whole time, he really tried to remain a constant in Gypsy's life. He would send her gifts and repeatedly try to get to Springfield to see her. Dee Dee would always uh, change plans, causing Rod and his wife to cancel. So now he's he tries to talk to her, but he's not he's not around. He doesn't see what's going on. He attempted to speak with Gypsy on her 18th birthday, but Dee Dee intercepted. She told Rod to not say anything about it being her 18th birthday because Gypsy thought she was turning 14. Mm-mm. Yeah. So she's 18, and Gypsy thinks she's 13, turning mm. 14. And Rod was just like, ah, okay. Yeah. What? Okay. So, but Dee Dee blocked access to her. So, I mean, there really wasn't a lot he could do. Um, <clears throat> Dee Dee would end up telling friends, neighbors, and even Gypsy that Rod was an abusive drug addict and alcoholic who never came to terms with Gypsy's health, health issues and he never sent money. Bitch, that's what you lived on. <laughs> so, I mean, she had to keep Rod away from Gypsy because she had to keep up this fucking facade, yeah. you know? So, everybody who met Gypsy fell in love with her. Are you done over there? I'm picking my nose now. It's leaking. So, she always seemed to be happy and hopeful. She would wear wigs and hats to cover her shaved head. Gypsy was tiny at five feet with a nearly toothless mouth, huge glasses, and a super high-pitched childlike voice. 
So her voice, um, like I hate to be a dick, but (laughs) fuck. Like, did have you heard it? Piercing like like an ice pick to, to your ears. Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's not good. Oh, babe. You got to hear it. Yeah, that's Um, not good. So whenever they would leave the house, Dee Dee would bring an oxygen tank, which I don't understand because there's never, she's never on oxygen in any fucking pictures. Um, And she would bring Pediasure to make sure that she would give Gypsy her tube feedings in public. Mm. So all of this really just reinforced everything that Dee Dee was saying about Gypsy's health. No one really felt that there was any reason to question every of it, any bit of it. Uh, in every picture and video of Gypsy and Dee 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 physically has a hand on Gypsy or is holding her hand. And she clearly did this as a means of control. Uh, if she felt Gypsy said something that, um, like, if she said something to suggest that she wasn't genuinely sick or she felt okay or she seemed above her reported mental capabilities, mm-hmm. Didi would tightly squeeze her hand to make sure that she shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when they were alone, Didi would hit Gypsy with open hands or hangers. Jesus. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Mommy Dearest with Joan Crawford? About Joan Crawford? No. She used to beat her kid with hangers. No. So she would yell, no more wire hangers. No. Never seen- no, but I used to get hit with a hanger. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. I could bring back childhood memories for you. No more <gasps> wire yeah. hangers. No more wire hangers. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'll have to find that. Um, fuck. Okay. So, <clears throat> Dee Dee took... Gypsy to see a new pediatric neurologist in Springfield. Are you ready for his name? Yeah. You have to pay attention to this. Okay. Bernardo Flasterstein. Waldo Faldo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flasterstein. Um, That's awesome. So during the first visit. It's like Ray Finkel. I know. I know. He became um, suspicious of Gypsy's muscular dystrophy diagnosis after he realized that Gypsy had actual muscle tone in her legs. Now, if she had muscular dystrophy and was truly a paraplegic, as you know, she would have no muscle tone in her legs. Right. So not only did she have muscle tone, she could hold her own weight. She could stand up and hold her own weight. Okay. So he was like, hmm, I don't really think you have muscular dystrophy. Yeah. So he ordered a multitude of tests, including MRIs and blood tests none of which showed any abnormalities. On a follow-up visit, he told Dee Dee he didn't see any reason why Gypsy couldn't walk. So Dee Dee's like, fuck. <laughs> Whoops. Shit. Uh-oh. He did note in Gypsy's chart that despite being Gypsy's primary caregiver, she was a poor historian. Which, now I'm really wondering how she got all these other doctors to, to treat Gypsy. Like, was yeah. she playing stupid? Because that's what basically poor historian means, is that she doesn't know anything about her health. It's gotta be. But, or were you... Because all these doctors can't be right. that stupid. Or were you being a poor historian because having, you knew this guy was catching on? Having one stupid doctor I could see, but having multiple? Dude, come on. Well, it comes out, why? Now, I'm wondering if she was a poor historian because she realized this guy was 
fucking catching on. Yeah. So she's playing stupid. Like, I, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. You can't take care of a chronically ill person and be a bad historian. You can't. Right. I, I mean, look at how I am with your medical history. Oh, my God. You know it more than I do. So... I, you you just can't after yeah. caring for somebody day in and day out you you just know so yeah. you, there's no way to be a bad historian right i know mom's medical history like right. so but he did note in her chart now uh after the follow-up visit dr flasterstein or flasterstein i'm not sure flasterstein um he did like my cousin Vinny. remember wasn't he a, the one convict of stein and he's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. What was his last name? I don't Damn know. it. Because when you the a judge, world traveler. No, the judge said it, and he's like, going Stein. Oh, oh, God, fuck. Going Stein. I don't remember now. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about, though? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the clerk said his name. Yeah. And he's like Stein. I don't remember. Shit, we're gonna have to watch it. Yeah. So he actually went above and beyond and he got that a joke hold failed, by the way yeah well because i don't remember <laughs> I know. sorry um <laughs> he somehow found out who her former doctors in louisiana were and he contacted them hmm. so this is when he finds out that she had a muscle biopsy everything was negative so this disproved the report of her muscular dystrophy hmm. um and Dee Dee now was like, fuck my life. What am I going to do? So yeah. she ended up not taking Gypsy back to the doctor. And she wanted the medical record and all of his notes. And the, the office wouldn't give them to her. Because she wanted everything that he wrote bad. Yeah. Because he was starting to suspect that Dee Dee had Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Really? So, Munchausen syndrome by proxy is an FDIA, which is a factitious disorder, imposed on another. That is a condition in which a caregiver creates the appearance of health problems in another person, typically their child. This may include injuring the child or altering test results um, that then presents the patient as being sick or injured. Now, there's not... There's a few relatively known cases of Munchausen syndrome by proxy, but like four of that resulted in death. Yeah. Like there's not, there's not a lot. Right. At all. So, I mean, this is a big fucking deal. So, <clears throat> Dee Dee knew he was questioning shit, so she stopped obviously taking Gypsy to see him and repeatedly tried to get the notes and couldn't. Dr. Flasterstein spoke with other doctors who basically told him to leave it alone, treat the pair with kid gloves that they're locally known and loved, so even if he did go to the authorities, they probably wouldn't believe him. Mm. Other doctors told him this. Wow. Yeah. So he was like, fuck, what do I do? So he decided to not go to social services. However, in 2009, an anonymous phone call went to the Sheriff's Department in Greene County. The caller claimed that Dee Dee was using different names and birth dates for her and Gypsy. They suggested that Gypsy was in much better health than Dee Dee claimed. I knew I shouldn't have wrote with this color pen. 
Uh, officers performed a well-being check, and Dee Dee explained that she used different aliases to make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her in Gypsy. Having no reason to not believe her, they made no attempt to verify this information, and they stated that Gypsy really did appear mentally disabled and closed the file. Do you want to know why Gypsy appeared mentally disabled? Because hmm. Dee Dee fucking drugged her. Yeah. To make her look sleepy. What the fuck? Dude, thank God you don't do this shit to me. (laughs) Really? Yes. Why? I don't have to. I know, but thank God. Yeah. Like, this is scary shit. It is. Munchausen's scary. Yeah. So, I I don't have fucking time to have Munchausen's. Like, (laughs) seriously. Thank God. One lady um, killed her foster kid with table salt. She said that he had a pica. What, wait, what's pica? So pica's when you crave oh, like, like dirt. Weird, and, weird shit. Yeah. 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 So she said he had pica and she killed him with table salt. How much was fucking like, salt did she oh, give him? Oh, babe, it was like astronaut. It was like thousands. Jesus. Of, uh, like multiplied by thousands of what should be in your system. Oh my she was God. giving it to him in the hospital still. Like that's a big thing too with Munchausen's is like you're still sick in the hospital because you're your caregiver is still with you. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. That's scary shit. So, <clears throat> in reality, uh, you know, Dee Dee had obviously drugged a Gypsy. Now, Dee Dee did have a forged copy of Gypsy's birth certificate. She moved Gypsy's birthday from 1991 to 1995 to support her claim that Gypsy was still a teenager. So, Gypsy would end up saying later that for 15 years... She had no idea how old she was. Isn't that fucked up? That's nuts. I mean, when somebody tells you so many times that you're sick or you're this or you're that, like you believe you start it. to believe when you're isolated, when that's the only person you fucking talk to, you yeah. know? So um she started telling people that her birth certificate was destroyed in Katrina because that's what she was told. Dee Dee really did have the original though. Yeah. And during a hospital stay, Gypsy saw it by accident and was like, what What the fuck? Like, I'm 22, you know? Yeah. And Dee Dee's like, oh, no, no, no. It was a misprint. You, d- you don't what? have a misprint on a fucking birth certificate. Yeah. They'll wipe that shit out. Do you know? So Gypsy and wow. her parents would often attend science fiction and cosplay conventions. Yeah. And it was an outing that her and Dee Dee continued after moving to Missouri. Uh, Gypsy would often be in costume, blending in with her wheelchair. That's why she liked to be in costume and covering her head. So unbeknownst to Dee Dee, Gypsy had been going onto the computer after she went to bed. Hmm. 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 Oh, that's a bad color to write in. That's why I didn't keep writing in it. Um, so Dee Dee would take sleeping pills and once she was out, she was fucking out. Yeah. So Gypsy Kinda would like go, me. yeah, <laughs> Gypsy would go into chat rooms. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now, so they were at a cosplay event or whatever and, uh, Dee Dee caught Gypsy in a hotel room with a man she met online. What? Mm-hmm. Dee Dee pulled out the bullshit birth certificate, uh, telling dude that Gypsy was young. She was still a teenager. And that she would go to the police if he attempted to keep in contact with her. What the fuck? Dee Dee then proceeded to smash Gypsy's computer with a hammer. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee saw this as an escape attempt. 
which that's what you classify that as. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, And told Gypsy if she ever tried again, she would smash her fingers with a hammer like she did with the computer. Jesus Christ. She then leashed and handcuffed Gypsy. Now, this is per Gypsy. Yeah. Leashed and handcuffed Gypsy to her bed for two weeks. Dude, this is torture. Mm Mm-hmm. Dee Dee would then tell Gypsy that she filed paperwork with police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent. So this led Gypsy to believe that even if she did try to go to the police, they wouldn't believe her. No. So... Despite all of this, though, Gypsy continued to go onto the computer and into chat rooms after Dee Dee went to bed. It was in a Christian singles group, which was called ChristianDatingForFree.com. Yeah. Uh, that she met Nicholas Godijan. I think that's how you say his name. Nicholas was a 23-year-old man, but Gypsy was 23, too, yeah. um, from Big Bend, Wisconsin. Hey! I've he, heard of it. Really? Yeah. Have I? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so he had a criminal record for indecent exposure, um, along with uh, disorderly conduct, and a history of untreated mental illness that was reported in some sources as dissociative identity disorder. Hey, mm, okay. I could relate. Um, so. it w- yeah. It was also said that he had autism spectrum disorder, so apparently yeah. it's not just autism anymore it's autism spectrum disorder okay so his arrest are you ready for this yeah (laughs) so he was arrested in 2013 for masturbating at the mcdonald's for nine hours while watching porn that's got to be raw he said he was just scratching himself that's some kind of itch so here's my question (laughs) that's an itch i don't want to (laughs) get That thing had to have been raw. Who sat there and let him do it for nine fucking hours? <laughs> like, how was a worker not like, like sir, that itch? People. <laughs> that, that's That itch is a bit much. People clocked in and like clocked out and he's still going at it. Because they probably had like an over under on it. I mean, I would have, obviously. That's what you fucking do. You, you got to. Because you're like, is it going to fall off? Dude, after like, 20 minutes, you got to. Like, well, okay. okay, he's going to keep going. Where was this a nonstop, like, nine hour long reel of porn? Like on Friends when they had free porn on the TV? Oh, it, it had. Like, did it just never how stop? How do they allow porn, like, in the McDonald's? Like, wouldn't it was someone. That's what I'm saying. Who Wouldn't let him someone sit there for like, nine hours? Sir, I've heard enough O's and Ah's. Like, my let me eat my Big Mac. As a fucking mother, <laughs> if I walked I in. I want to eat my chicken nuggets. I mean, dude would have like a solid two minutes. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Your ball's stuck to your leg. That's cool. Dude. But the yeah. minute you start seeing that fucking elbow move, I'd be right. like, excuse me. Yeah. Let me eat my chicken nuggets in peace. Nine hours. I, I like the porn. I like the porn selection that you've made, but this is McDonald's. Nine. Let me eat my chicken nuggets. Nine hours. Yeah. I mean, you have a hell of an attention span. <laughs> right. Jesus fuck. Right. Nine. Nine. I, I just cannot get over Because, you know, McDonald's are run by fucking teenagers. So they were like, how, how much longer do you think he's going to go? How much, That's crazy. What's he doing? What's he watching now? Nine hours. Babe, I can't do anything for nine hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I can't. Oh, So his um, 
autism spectrum disorder, he described, he self-described it as, quote, high-functioning autism, Asperger's syndrome. Okay? Now, yeah. Rain Man had Asperger's. Okay? Got that in your mind? Got it. Uh, after two mental evaluations, it was determined that he had an IQ of 82. Ooh. And the functionality, functionality equivalent to that of a 10-year-old child. Jeez. Who masturbated for nine hours. That's fucking insane. Nine hours. Nine hours. What's the average IQ? 85 to like 115, I think. Oh, I don't You know, know what else I heard? What? That when you are under duress, your IQ drops 20 points. I could believe that because you go in You go stupid. Vision. Yeah. You, you go in tunnel vision. You get stuck on stupid. So, yeah, I, huh? I totally. That was random. I just yeah. had to say it. So, his childhood was lonely. His dad said it was hard for him to make friends. He was interested in computers and wanted to be a computer repairman. Saying, quote, I tried to get into computer programming, but they weren't too happy with how long it was taking me to grasp it all. Ever since then, I wasn't able to really pursue any other uh, paths of any types of career, which is, it's that's very sad. Yeah, that is. Um, perhaps you were blind from the nine hours of masturbation. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, God. When I was younger, I thank God that's not true. Oh, my God. You know what else they used to say? Like back in the way back in the day, yeah. Like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, yeah. That epilepsy was caused by too much masturbation. You know, and another like thing that they said was like your palms would get hairy. Yes. Yeah, that scared the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. The other thing, <laughs> since we're talking about masturbation, we might as well just keep on this uh, trend here. In the like twenties through the fifties, yeah. You know when old timey doctors were like. You got to go do some cocaine about it, you know? Yeah, masturbation. They thought when women were depressed that masturbation would help. So they would essentially jerk the women off in their office to cure them of their depression. Why wasn't I a doctor in the fucking 1920s? You got to ghost and you do some cocaine about it. Oh my God. Yeah. They thought it was the cure for hysteria. Lay down, sweetie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the cure for hysteria. That's my doctor voice That's from the 1920s. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Can you... I can't... I don't know. I mean, women were so prude just because that was how it was then. Yeah. Can you imagine walking into a doctor's office and have him be like, okay, well, we think you're hysterical and this is how we fix it. This is how I fix it. Right. See? Babe, that's like a, an actor, not a fucking doctor. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. All right. Enough masturbation talk. Um, probably not. We'll probably get back. To I that have at some a point. feeling, guys. If that was like the trick for guys, we'd have no problem, and we would all have female doctors. Yeah, you would. I, I have hysteria. I'm I'm crazy. Uh, I have hysteria. Please help. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, you want to do what with what? Right. Where? What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. Help, doctor. I ugh. I find that... Ugh. I don't know. It creeps me out. So, um, he said that he kept to himself because he lacked social skills due, quote, to my mental disability. Sir, you just said you had Asperger's. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So, he found comfort and connections online, just like most people did. Yeah. Because you can be whatever you want online. You can. You know? 
like that Brad Paisley song. Um, it was said, quote, he wasn't in school. He wasn't working. His only outlet was who he found online and who he found was Gypsy. Hmm. In 2014, Gypsy confided in her neighbor, 23-year-old Aaliyah Woodmancy, I think, uh, that she had met Nick online and they were talking about eloping. Now, Aaliyah thought that Gypsy was a fucking teenager. Yeah. Because that's what everybody thought. So, she was, I mean, I, there's really no, like, rhyme or reason how old Gypsy, or how old Dee Dee would say Gypsy was. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was under the age of 18, according to Dee Dee. When in reality, when she was telling the neighbor this, she was 22 or 23. Okay. And she thought she was a teenager, so. Yeah. Um, Gypsy said that she used one of her five Facebook pages to communicate with Nick. Damn. And they discussed Catfish. everything from future kids' names to BDSM, something that hey, Nick was interested in. Yeah. Um, I like that. Aaliyah tried telling Gypsy that she was being taken advantage of online by a sexual predator. And Gypsy's like, no, no. She <laughs> felt that Gypsy's plans to elope uh, were just, quote, fantasies and dreams, and nothing like this would ever really take place. Yeah. Dee Dee destroyed another computer and Gypsy's phone in an attempt to keep Gypsy off of the internet. Somehow, Gypsy maintained contact with Nick, who kept printouts of all of her posts and their conversations. Mm. Hi, Red Flag. Yeah. How are you? Hello. Yeah. Whew. So, in 2015, Gypsy and Nick decided that it was time to meet in person. They developed a plan to bring Nick to Springfield to meet Dee Dee. Gypsy's grandmaster plan was to have Nick casually, quote, bump into her and Dee Dee while they were at the movie theater. They could strike up a, quote, relationship and he could meet Dee Dee. Uh, in March of 2015, Gypsy dressed as Cinderella and her and Dee Dee went to the movie theater to see the movie Cinderella. So they sit down and get ready to watch the movie and... Nick shows up to the movie theater dressed as Prince Charming. Ooh. Weird. Yeah, a little bit. So, Dee Dee immediately was like, who the fuck is this guy? And why the fuck is he at a kid's movie? Right. Uh, ma'am, you have your 22-year-old dressed up as Cinderella at a kid's movie? <laughs> I don't really think you're in a position to question this. Right. Just saying. Now... At some point during the movie, Gypsy gets up and goes to the bathroom by herself in her wheelchair, I think. Okay. Nick follows her and the two of them have sex in a bathroom stall. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That escalated quickly. That escalated very quickly. Immediately after leaving the theater, Dee Dee forbid Gypsy from any communication with Nick. Yeah. Gypsy said, That's quote... That's going to go over like a fucking lead balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gypsy said, quote, My mother got jealous because I was spending a little too much attention on him. She ordered me to stay away from him. And needless to say, that was a very long argument that lasted a couple of weeks. Yelling, throwing things, calling me names. With the epic failure of the meeting, the pair decided that Dee Dee just had to go all together. Yeah. Time to go. Bye, Dee Dee. Wow. Nick said that Gypsy asked him if he would end Dee Dee to be with her. Gypsy says that's not how it fucking happened. 
She says, quote, I don't even remember how the plot began. You said the word plot. You did this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says fucking plot. Right. She said, we always said that that's plan B. That's the last option. We're not going to do that. Uh, however, Gypsy mailed Nick money to travel the 600 miles to Springfield. Wow. So she paid for this shit. Is that like murder for hire then? I, yeah. It could be construed as that, right? I, I would think so. Because he, he didn't have the means to get there. I, I would think so. So... It, it's all his... I mean, idea. it's definitely conspiracy. Yeah. So, she says... I mean, she puts the brunt of this on him, obviously. But yeah. She stole the knife from Walmart for him. What? How do you steal a knife? Yeah. When you're sitting? Uh, yeah. In well, a wheelchair? Put it under your seat. But then you got a knife in your butt. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know. It can't be, can't be comfortable. No. It's like the people that fucking put their guns in their waistbands and shoot themselves in the leg. Yeah, I know. And then try to say, oh, I didn't do it. Right. Sir, I beg to differ. Skinny jeans. Yeah. You're shot from up to down mm-hmm. through your femur. You did that. Yeah. You skinned your testicle, too, because that usually happens, FYI, to people who uh, want to carry their gun in their waistband. Ankle holster. Yep. So, somewhere between June 13th and June 14th, I don't know what time. It was. I couldn't find it. Uh, Nick checked into a motel in Springfield, Missouri and waited for Gypsy's instructions. Mm-hmm. Gypsy at some point contacted Nick to tell him that Dee Dee was asleep. When he got to their house... Ooh, sorry. Yeah, okay? Yeah. Gotta bring the computer I over. I do, yeah. Um, so when he got there, Gypsy gave him gloves, duct tape, and the stolen knife. Ooh. She then went and hid in the bathroom. Now, there are some reports that he wanted to take it to a whole other level, and he wanted to rape Dee Dee. Yeah. He didn't, apparently. So, um, his rationale was, he would say later that, quote, if Gypsy tried to go to the police, she would have basically looked like a fool due to what her mom was putting in everyone else's head. Yeah. She felt it was a non-escapable path that she was on and she needed someone to understand her enough to be willing to basically risk their life for her so that's what he did okay so gypsy goes and hides in the bathroom and um nick goes into Dee's bedroom gypsy says quote i heard my mother scream once and there was more screaming but not like the kind in a horror film just like a startled scream and she asked who was it that was in the bedroom And she called out my name about three or four times. And at that point, I wanted to go help her so bad, but I was so afraid to get up. It's like my body wouldn't move. Then everything just went quiet. So he stabbed her, obviously, repeatedly. Hang on. I got to find out how many times. Oh, it doesn't say. Shit. So, um... Oh, he did. So he ended up stabbing Dee Dee in the back 17 times. Jesus. Afterwards, they went into Gypsy's room and had sex. He said, well, I guess she got to. I mean, they all do that when they that's kill their parents. That's weird, isn't it? It's very weird. It's very weird, but they all do it. I mean, I guess you have like an adrenaline dump. Jasmine and, and Jeremy Stenke. Yeah. They did it. Yeah, I guess you just have so Fuck. much adrenaline built up or now, something, you know? he said it was consensual. She said it was not. 
Oh, boy. Okay. But he was also into rape fantasy. Okay. So, yeah. you know. Um, so after that, they took $4,000 in cash that Dee Dee ha- uh, kept in the house. It was mostly from the child support checks. And went to a motel outside of Springfield um, where they stayed for a bit. Not long. Mm-hmm. So um, they decided... In order to get rid of the murder weapon, they mailed it to Nick's home in Big Bend, Wisconsin. Okay. Because Gypsy was afraid. She Nick said, take take the knife, put it in your backpack. Yeah. And they were going to take a bus back to Wisconsin. Yeah. And she was scared because she thought there'd be metal detectors that she would have to go through and they would find this knife. Okay. So they mailed it to his house. Because she's like, well, people what buy knives the on the internet, fuck? so why don't we just mail it? I guess it's not a dumb idea. That's true. People do order knives. Yeah. So on June 14th, Dee Dee and... I mean, I've I've heard dumber stuff, so that's, you know... Yeah. All right. So on June 14th, they, um, the two, Gypsy and Nick, decided to post on their shared Facebook page, Dee Dee and Gypsy's shared page. Oh, God, a shared page. page. Yeah. No, and it was Dee Dee and Gypsy's shared page. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, Dee Dee asked Nick to post the updates um, because she was worried her mother's body would not be found. Hmm. Which, what? I don't know. Yeah. So, Gypsy told 2020 later, quote, I couldn't stand the thought of her just there because what happens if it would have taken months to find her? So, I wanted her found so she could have a proper burial. Now, oh, that's so sweet of you. Yeah, right. After you murdered her. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what so we nice. find out is the reason that she said this was because nobody gave a flying fuck about Dee Dee. <laughs> her family wanted nothing to do with her. Yeah. None of them expressed any type of emotion when they found out that she had been murdered. Jesus. Most of them said that Gypsy had to murder her because that was her only means of escape. And after Dee Dee was cremated, nobody claimed the ashes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So now we're back to the beginning where they're obviously trying to get into the house. Um, Their initial thought was that Gypsy had been taken. Why not? Why Mm -hmm. wouldn't you think that, you know? Um, However, the neighbor, Aaliyah, came forward with private Facebook messages from Gypsy mentioning Nick. They took that, they traced the IP address on the posts, and traced it back to Nick's home in Big Bend, Wisconsin. Yeah. Now, they have, at this point now, they're they're tracking them. They know where they're at. They have mm. video surveillance of Gypsy walking in and out of places. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? Right. Like, what? Like, when... <laughs> When you got up and walked to turn on the fan and Josh was like, what What the <laughs> fuck nephew? just happened? Right. Yeah. So they're like, well, I, I don't get it. So he brings her home to his house. Doesn't tell his parents, obviously. He's yeah. like, this is my new girlfriend. She got kicked out. She's going to stay here for a while. So his mom's like, cool. You want pancakes? Like, didn't think anything of it, yeah. you know? So when they they got to the house, obviously, so they go to Wisconsin, Um, they find that Gypsy can walk and she's healthy and at this point the knife had arrived via mail praise the lord and the couple kept their bloodied clothes what why you burn oh, them fuckers boy. dude burn dude, them bitches yeah. 
What are you doing? Ugh. So they were taken into custody and extradited back to Missouri. Oh, boy. On multiple charges. Yes. So. The news that Gypsy was safe, um, uh, the community felt a lot of relief. But then they were like, wait a minute. If her wheelchairs are here and she's there. Yeah. So after they were extradited, they were held on things that make you go. Mm -hmm. They were held on a million dollar bond. Um, However, it started to come out how Dee Dee really was. Yeah. Uh, Green County sheriffs, uh, Green County sheriff, excuse me, Jim Arnott warned people that quote things are not always as they appear. Yeah. It was not very long before the truth was starting to come out. The gypsy had never been sick, had always been able to walk, and her mother made her pretend otherwise. And if she wouldn't, she would use physical abuse to control her. Um, the sheriff urged people to not donate any money to the family until the investigators learned the extent of the fraud. Yeah. Because now it's all coming out. Oh, yeah. Now, after it came out, a lot of people felt sympathy for for gypsy I, I because they're get like it. what the fuck else was she supposed to do yeah i i get it mm-hmm. i could see that this went from sympathy for her as the victim of a violent murder you know because her mom's dead right to her being a long-term victim of child abuse yep. so Which it was yeah it really was um so now uh, the death penalty is uh it's it's under missouri law which, so they could have yeah. gone after the death penalty. But the yeah. county prosecutor, Dan Patterson, announced that they would not seek the death penalty for either Gypsy or Nick, calling the case, quote, extraordinary and unusual. It is. <laughs> it um, totally is. Her attorney obtained all of her medical records from Louisiana because they were not gone. Yeah. Um, and soon secured a plea bargain to second-degree murder. Wow. When she was arrested... She was so undernourished that within the first six to 12 months that she was in county jail, she gained 14 pounds. Wow. And the attorney said that it was very odd for him because normally his clients lose weight. Lose weight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. She's eating good now. In July of 2015, she accepted the plea bargain agreement and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Wow. Now, Nick faced the most. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean... Well, yeah, I mean... Dude, her, her life has been fucking torture. Yeah. So... I, I kind of feel for her. Yeah. It, it's... What, what and, do you do when you're in that that position? And she, you know? she didn't... She, she didn't know. I mean, for years and years. And some people are like, well, she's full of shit. Because you watch the interviews now. But... I mean, when you watch the interviews of them when Gypsy was supposedly sick, yeah. you can't fake that. She thought she was fucking sick. Right. She really did. And when you're telling somebody for so long... I mean, I, I would believe it. Plus, Dee Dee had her on all these fucking medications that made her feel like shit. Right. Made her feel like shit. Made her look like shit. Right. You know? So, he Nick ended up he was facing more severe charges because uh, prosecutors said that he initiated the murder plot. Um, the, he did come out and say that he was actually the one who stabbed Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, 
And Gypsy's plea bargain didn't require her to testify against him, so she didn't need to. His initial trial was postponed after prosecutors requested, requested I can't fucking say that word, a second psychiatric exam. Um, and obviously this is when it comes out, his IQ is 82. He's got the mental capacity of a fucking 10-year-old. Um, he initially waived his right to trial by jury and was just going to do a judge trial, but changed his mind later on. A bunch trial? What did I say? Judge trial? A judge trial. I'm sorry, I was reading the word judge. Um, bench trial. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the prosecutor said that he had been planning this murder for over a year. His lawyers are like, uh, he can't. Listen, if you can masturbate for nine fucking hours, you can probably take a whole year to plan a crime. I would think I'm just so. saying. Yeah. Apparently once he puts so. his fucking mind to something, you know. Yeah. Ooh. So the jurors ended up seeing text messages and um, Facebook messages and shit like that. And they saw that Gypsy had developed uh, different personalities for him, for his fantasies. Wow. Um candy and something else mm. yeah i don't know no don't mm, it was weird <laughs> it was fucking weird yeah um but in some of the text messages he was asking about Dee's room and her sleeping habits and shit like that he did but like i said he did admit to to stabbing her so although her plea agreement um said that she didn't have to testify she did she testified on the third day of the trial, um, and she said under oath that she did suggest to Nick that he killed Dee Dee mm. to end her abuse because now she was starting to figure out that she wasn't so sick. Right. So she's like, what the, f-? you know, what the fuck? What is she doing? And she didn't think she could leave because obviously her mother threatened fucking hit her with a goddamn hammer. So one of their plans was her to get pregnant. Ooh. Because then Dee Dee would have to accept him. Yeah. Uh, no. However, this was still a plan because when she stole the knife, she also stole baby clothes from Walmart. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Kind of very weird. You might as well just steal trash bags and a fucking shovel while you're at it. <laughs> right. Do you think the cashiers are like, huh? Big, Someone's getting murdered. Big plans tonight? <laughs> yeah, right. What, Someone's getting murdered. What you doing? Right. You got like a tarp, a shovel, some Ben and Jerry's. Like, yep. <laughs> I mean... Someone's as, having some fun tonight. Do you say something? Yeah. Or are you just like... Right. Mm, you have a good one. Here's yeah. your receipt. <laughs> you self-check out next time. <laughs> right. I'd be like, what the fuck? What, can I come uh, with you? What are you doing? Let me, right? Let me come with you. So, after four days, the case went to the jury. They had the option of finding Nick not guilty or guilty of one of three murder charges. So, on the table was involuntary manslaughter, Mm -hmm. second-degree murder, or first-degree murder. Mm -hmm. After approximately two hours of deliberation, they returned with the verdict, and Nick was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed criminal action. Yeah. In February of 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction. Mm. The only possible option, since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty. So he had to. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick asked Judge David Jones for leniency on the armed criminal action charge, which is a minimum sentence of three years, saying that he had fallen, quote, 
blindly in love with Gypsy. Wow. The judge gave him 25 years on that charge. Yikes. He got Yikes. Yeah. There was also a motion um, filed by his attorney for a new trial. Um, he argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear that Nick had considered raping Dee Dee on the night of the murder. And he also argued that the state psychologist should not have been allowed to testify when Nick's actual psychologist should have. That way they could have established his diminished capacity. Yeah. The judge was like, mm, no. Thanks. Wow. Have fun in prison. Yeah. It's interesting. So, would you stop? Damn dog. I don't know what his problem is tonight. Oh, baby. They hate us. They all fucking hate us. I know, right? So, Gypsy would go on to say that um, he was very much like my mother in certain ways. Both of them were very controlling, and I feel like I was trained my whole life to do as I was told, and I feel like he wanted that for a girlfriend. To which I say, you got away with it. Yeah. Leave the fucking guy alone now. Yeah. He's sitting in prison for life. Leave him alone. Yeah. Let him be. Just, you know what? Yeah. He did it. I asked him to and he fucking did it. Right. So he said, quote, I did it not only to release Gypsy, but I also felt it was the only way to be with her. I saved someone's life in the process of what I did. Mm-hmm. Followed by, quote, I guess you could say my feelings got the best of me. I ended up loving someone way too much. Which is very sad. That, that is. And then in a statement to Gypsy, he said, quote, You might have betrayed me and turned your back on me, but that's not going to stop me from loving you. I'm always going to love you, whether you accept it or not. Wow. That is sad. And she's still fucking saying, Well, he was controlling. But mm. how was he control? Did he make you put the wig on? Right. Did he name you yeah, Candy? That's sad. Candy. I mean, you think he's... He obviously has a very limited mental capacity. He doesn't fucking understand what's going on. Right. Which is... I'm shocked that he got that much time. I I am too. When you said that, I was like... Not... I mean... He's he's not... I mean, when you watch him... Yeah. You watch the interviews and stuff and you listen to him, his... He's very childlike. Yeah. He's very childlike. His mannerisms, the way that he speaks... He is very childlike. And now, when you watch Gypsy's interviews, she knows what's up. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly what's up. Yeah. She ended up getting married in prison. Wow. To a pen pal. Huh. Yeah. Pen pals. Weird. Weird. Very weird. Now, do I understand writing to a murderer in prison? Yes. Totally. Would 100% do it. Falling in love, though? Uh, what? Yeah. Via letter? <laughs> right. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure on that. I, mm, huh? Like, she has nothing to offer you. Right. What, and, and really, what is he going to offer her? Honey buns? Hey. I mean, I like honey buns. Then again, yeah, honey buns. I mean, commissary money, I guess. Yeah. When you need it, you fucking need it. You do. But yeah, she got married. Weird. And this poor fuck sitting in prison for life. It's weird to me. It's very weird. The whole thing is fucking weird. Yeah. But she's due to get out in a couple of years. Really? Yeah. 
So she got, and and don't get me wrong, I understand why she didn't get a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she was very, very much the victim of abuse. Yeah. Proven, documented abuse. Yeah. And to her, this probably was the only way that she could get out. Yeah. But to give him life plus 25 years? Like, I feel like that's a bit much. I'm surprised on that. Yeah. I'm very surprised. I hope he's doing okay in prison. Yeah. I mean, I know that's... Some people are just... Why don't you write to him? I should. (laughs) Pen pal? I should. (laughs) I don't know. Some people are just... Sometimes natural selection is homicide. Yeah, right? Just, Just saying. Oh, yeah. So, karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him. But yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta watch some old um, fucking interviews. Yeah, with her voice, she did say yeah, though curious. that um, she feels more free in prison than she ever did living with her mom. Because in prison, she can live a normal uh, life. I, I believe I it. Yeah, yeah, I could believe that. So, yep, mm. that is the uh, the story of Gypsy Rose. Wow, that. That was bonkers. I told you, cuckoo bananas. Very cuckoo bananas. Oh, yeah. See, June 27th, 2022, Gypsy married Ryan Scott Anderson. Wow. That's weird. And then even the doctor, Flasterstein. Flasterstein. After he found out about the murder, all he could say was, poor Gypsy. She suffered all those years and for no reason. Yeah. And that he wished he would have done more. Mm-hmm. There's a documentary about it. You should watch it. It's interesting. What's it called? The Act. The Act? Mm-hmm. On YouTube or just... Netflix? Netflix. I think. Netflix. Mm. Check Net- that out. Net- yeah, I think Netflix. I'll have to check that out. The fucked up thing, too, though, is it, because Dee Dee's dead, they can't technically diagnose her with Munchausen by proxy. Oh, yeah. Because it's, I mean, they have proof that it happened. Yeah. But they can't, you know. Wow, that's crazy. And they say, too, that therapy doesn't necessarily work on people with Munchausen by proxy. That's nuts. Yeah. The fact, what did I say earlier? Factitious disorder of another individual. Yeah. Um, there's another documentary called Mommy Dead and Dearest, which is good, too. So. Hmm. Yeah. Fucked. Uh, that's crazy, babe. That's why I told you that's why everybody wanted to yeah, fucking I get hear it. it. Yep. I get it. The next one's fucking cuckoo bananas too. Is it really? Yes. It might even be more cuckoo bananas than this. What which one is it? Lori Vallow. Oh yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. She's crazy. Nuts. She is cra- babe. Her kids are missing and the judge is like produce. Your motherfucking children. And she literally well, wait, was like... Wait for the episode. Oh, everybody fucking knows. She's like, I can't hear you. What? 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 She literally... I, I can't hear you. Oh, I can't hear goofy. you. goofy. She... Mm. Crazy. Mm-mm. You'll see. Cuckoo well, this one bananas. was good, babe. This one was real good. Yeah. So we're going to do Lori Vallow next. And then somebody requested the chinchilla bus kidnapping. Yep. Which is again cuckoo fucking bananas. Yeah. Do you did you read anything about it? A, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. God yeah. bless that bus driver. Yeah. Right. So. 
Yeah, they just keep getting more fucked up. Oh, there's another one too that um, people want me to do. It's a uh, the documentary just came out with, or it's not a documentary. It was more like a movie. Yeah, with Jessica Biel. Oh, uh, called Candy. Yeah, yeah, she like axe murders. Yeah, the wife. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, that that will be a good one. Yeah, I promise to get on my game, guys. Got to. I know. Let's get with it. I'm so get tired. with it. I'm so tired. <laughs> you know no they excuses. still they still make Vibran. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this one was good, babe. I enjoyed it. I like when you don't know the stories. You don't know much about Lori Vallow either, do you? No, oh, not yeah. too much. I don't fuck you up. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you say our handles? Because we haven't uh, said that in a long time. Because I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, we're on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DDUP podcast one mm-hmm. or gmail ddup podcast dot one at gmail.com and then you know facebook and instagram i don't do those yeah facebook jam cash and that do us part and instagram i believe is let me check it real it's, quick. i think it's at death do us part yeah but i don't want to get it wrong we get everything wrong Yeah, yeah. Death do us part podcast. I'll fucking find uh, you. D D U P underscore podcast. Oh yeah, we weren't even close. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, we haven't mentioned those in a while. So <clears throat> check us out on social media. Yeah. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. We're on all platforms, We've, but Pandora. Yeah. Uh, make a review if you haven't already. Yeah. Hopefully it's a good great. one. Yeah, yeah, please don't don't do bad ones because I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry too. Yeah, but whatever uh, platform you listen to us on, if you can kindly if you, review. If you want to leave a bad review, just email it. <laughs> right, don't, and that'll go directly in the garbage. Don't put that on Apple. <laughs> just just email it. Uh, yeah, because I'll cry. Yeah, I'll cry too. Or I will motherfuck you. <laughs> just saying probably both at the same time right yeah well anyways that was a good one babe i appreciate it oh you're very welcome uh guys i hope you enjoyed that patreons thank you we appreciate your support uh mm-hmm. like i said like follow subscribe and share with your friends and loved ones maybe they like sweary stuff yeah and murder and murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.